welcome you. We welcome you. We welcome you. We welcome you to be with us in Jesus on the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. It is a wonderful day in the Lord. Another day that the Lord has made and another day that I choose to serve the Lord. How about you? Let's bow our heads and go before the Lord with a word of prayer. I'm excited in my spirit to be back with you. It's such a privilege and an honor to be able to speak into the lives of many around the world and throughout the nation, through radio and the internet. What a blessing. Only God could do that. Only he could make that way. And we give him the glory. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus, we come to you and we thank you and we praise you for who you are. You are life, you are truth, and you are the way that we have chosen to go. Jesus, only through you do we have the hope, believing in you, do we have the hope to enter into an eternity in heaven with you one day. Jesus, you said there's no other way. We must be born again. So we give you praise, honor, and glory, Jesus, that you have forgiven our sins as we accepted you for who you are and for all that you've done. We thank you, Lord, and we give you praise. I ask the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, come and rest upon me. Lord Jesus, have your way on this program today. Save the lost, heal the sick, open the blinded eyes, cause the lame to walk. Hallelujah. Set those that are in bondage free. And Jesus, strengthen the church, our precious brothers and sisters around the world. Minister and strengthen all of them. In Jesus, I pray they all fall more in love with you, more in love with your word, and that they will yield their life day by day to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. In Jesus' name, amen. He's soon coming, church. I want to talk to you today out of the Word of God about the special marks of a testimony. How many of us know that we have a testimony for Jesus? Amen. Once we're born again, we surely do. Psalm 66 and 16 says, Come and hear, all ye that fear God, and I will declare what he has done for my soul. Well, I want to share with you few more scriptures in a minute but I want to share with you what Jesus Christ has done for my soul way back in the 80s mid 80s Jesus Christ saved my soul he brought me out of drugs he brought me out of alcohol these bondages these addictions that I had enslaved myself to many other sins with them glory to God I believe that uh, I'm going to give Mary Magdalene a run for her money when I meet her in heaven. Glory to God. She was marvelously set free uh, by Jesus Christ in his precious love. And Lord, I just understand why she loved him so much. Because the Bible says in the book of Luke, much forgiven, much loved. Well, I'll tell you what, I want that scripture to remain alive in me. I want to keep on loving my God. I don't ever want to forget where he's brought me from. But I'm here to testify to you today that if he can save a wretch like me, he can certainly save the greatest lost one out there. And I want to give him praise because I got saved in my home. I wasn't in a church. It was a cold winter day. Somebody needs to hear this testimony. It was a cold winter day and my addictions had me in such bondage that I couldn't even hold down a job anymore. 
Couldn't even take care of my children anymore. I was so bound up, so selfish, only cared about myself. I confess to you what a sinner I was. Glory to God. You couldn't trust me worth a flip. Amen. There was no good thing in me, amen. But one day at home, I began to weep and I began to cry and I began to remember what my mama, God bless her soul, taught me when I was a child in the Methodist church. She taught me the simplicity of Christ, that Jesus Christ died on a cross one day for me and that he raised on the third day after that death and he took power and he took authority and victory over all sin for me. And that if I would just believe in who he was, I could be saved. And I would one day, when I leave this earth, join him in heaven. I remembered that story, that little simple story. That day, bound up by sin, had double pneumonia. Didn't have the money to go to the doctor. Probably wouldn't have lived too long. Even had gone through a season where I tried to take my life. Tried to commit suicide. I was bound. I was lost. I was devilish. I was rebellious. I was stubborn. And in the midst of that, you wouldn't believe it, but I was very prideful. Didn't want to admit that there was anything wrong with me. Thought I could fix my life. Who am I talking to today? Hallelujah. Bound by drugs. Bound by alcohol. Sins of all manner, glory to God, and still thought everything was all right. My, 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 what a mess that is, amen? Pride can sure deceive you, glory to God. But that day I got convicted. That day the Holy Spirit and the presence of Jesus Christ walked in my home. There was ice on my windows because I couldn't afford any electricity. Ice on those windows. And when the presence of God came through that, that window, I tell you, I believe it was Jesus himself. He just didn't let me see him. His presence came through those windows. That ice began to melt. And I knew and met love for the first time in my life. I had been spending years looking for love in all the wrong places. Didn't really understand love. My father was an alcoholic. I never had the love of an earthly father. But that day, I met love. I met love. He came through, showed me that, that, that was just, I can see it today, just like I saw it back then. The ice started to melt. It didn't warm up outside, folks. The presence of God is fire. He's a consuming fire. And that ice began to melt on that window. And I began to shout. And I began to say, Jesus, if you can forgive me of all my sins, if you are really who my mother says you are, then, and if you can, you can get rid of all these bondages, because I didn't know church uh, language like deliverance and all those terminology. I just said, if you can get rid of this desire for booze and the desire for drugs, which, matter of fact, I was high at the time. I never did get sober for 10 years. I was always on something. But I'm telling you, right at that moment, don't you think that an alcoholic high can't get saved? Don't you think that a drunk staggering in his alcoholic ways can't get saved in that condition? Because God is a spirit. He came and he convicted me. And I was even so drunk and high, I was slurring my words, but I was talking to God. And I said, if you can break this addiction, if you can, and I really didn't think he could, I was kind of taking a chance like gamblers do. God loved me anyway. 
I said, if you are who you are, I'll give you my life, and I'll give you my life 100%. Woo! Hallelujah. Didn't even know what I was saying. Didn't know it was God was going to take me at my word. Now, remember, I was a person you couldn't take at your word. <laughs> God took me at my word because he knew my heart. He knew I was ready to let go, even if I didn't believe he could do it. I was desperate. I hated the sin. I loved my kids. Don't ever tell a sinner in that condition they don't love their kids. They can love them in their heart, but they're so bound up, they can't show that love. They can't do what's right because they've chosen sin. I love my children. And I wanted my children back. And I hated myself for what I had done. Nobody needed to beat me up. I had been beating myself up a long time, all those years. But I didn't know how to get out. Well, Jesus knew how to get me out. That's why I went to the cross. The minute I decided to take him at his word, he proved himself. And I'm telling you right now, no matter what your bondage is, maybe you didn't go down into that pit. But you're in some kind of pit. And Jesus Christ can save your soul. So I'm telling you my testimony. That if Jesus can bring me out of everything. Hallelujah. That he's brought me out of. Call me to preach his uncompromised word of God. He's a miracle worker. He can do anything for anybody. Hallelujah. Because I just read you the scriptures, Psalm 66 and 16. Come and hear all ye that fear God, and I will declare what he's done for my soul. Amen. And Isaiah 63 and 7 says, I will mention the loving kindness of the Lord and the praises of the Lord, according to all that the Lord has bestowed on us and the great goodness towards the house of Israel, which he has bestowed on them according to his his mercies and according to the multitude of his loving kindness. I tell you what, I met loving kindness that day. He didn't come in and tell me how dirty, filthy, unclean, worthless I was. His presence came in there and I broke and I began to weep and he healed me of my double pneumonia. I never coughed afterwards, never touched a drink since that day, never touched a drug since that day. 25 years later and I'm still free. My Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I'll go beyond that and give a testimony that I've never even been tempted. And I give him the praise. And I give him the honor. And I give him the glory. It was like it was never even there. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Jesus Christ is setting somebody free right now. You're bound by drugs. You're bound by alcohol. You're bound by sin. If you will only, I challenge you to believe that Jesus is who he says he is. He'll come and manifest his glory to you and he'll break that bondage and he'll lift you out of that sin and he'll set you free and he'll fill you full of joy. By the way, I got my children right back and I, God started just ministering in my life. Glory to God and raised me up. He can do it for you. Hallelujah. There's no sin too big for God. One more scripture and then I'm going to have a couple ladies give a testimony. You know, Jesus is moving throughout the earth. And he is a God that is merciful and loving and kind. He never tolerates sin, though. 
Don't ever water down the gospel and, and preach a Jesus that he'll pet you for sin. He'll convict you of that sin. He expects you to repent of that sin just like he told the woman at the well. Now go, you're forgiven, but go, repent, and go and sin no more. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is good. 2 Corinthians 4 and 13. We having the same spirit of faith according as it is written. I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. I'm confessing to you that Jesus Christ is real. Try him out. You say, I don't believe in Jesus. Try him out. He'll manifest himself. Say, Lord, I don't know if I really believe in you or not, but I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to confess you as the son of God, and he's going to bring faith and drop a seed in you because you're willing just to go a little ways with him. God is God. He knows our fears. He knows our doubts. He knows our unbelief. And there I was long ago and got saved in that condition. Wow, did I get saved. The fire of God fell on my life. I raised my hands. I started praising my God. 25 years later, I'm still raising my hands. I'm still praising my God. He saved me. He loves me. And he kept me all these years. And he'll do the same for you. Hallelujah. Listen to someone else's testimony today. God bless you. As a child, I didn't know. I didn't know Jesus, and uh, I knew of him, but I didn't know. I didn't have a relationship with him. I can't remember the day I got saved, but I do because I kept, and I'm explaining that test, that statement. Um, I went and I gave my life to Christ, but every week I was in church. I'd run to the altar again because I wanted to make sure I was saved. You see, the world had me bound. And God gave me a vision of myself. Listen, listen well. I was holding on to a tight rope and the rope was considered the world. I wanted everything the world had to offer me. Um, things, different things. But God came in, and after I got saved, he showed me what condition my heart was in, what I was in. I was holding on to a tight rope, and underneath my feet was flames coming out. In other words, hell was under my feet. And I kept holding on to this, this tight rope. My hands were getting tired. My arms were tired. But I didn't want to let go because I... I just didn't want to let go of the world. Then God came, and I held up my arms, and I released the world. And when I released the world, I fell. But I fell in the arms of Jesus. You know, the scripture says he is the shelter he is the shelter of my own, in my arm. I'm in his arms. And ever since then, he carries me. When things get bad with certain situations, which we all have, God is there. Sometimes we get so weak, but he says, I will carry you. I will carry you through, for I am in the shelter of his arms. And I thank him each day that he saved my soul. 
I thank him each day that he is my savior. He is my redeemer. He is my deliverer. Hear me, people. Hear me well, for it is the Spirit of God speaking through me. He's calling after you. He wants you. He loves you. He'll leave the 99 to come get you. But you have to, you have to fall upon your knees and ask him to forgive you. And he's faithful and just to forgive you. And I thank him each day. For there is another way, and it's the salvation of God. He went to the cross for you. He went to the cross for your sins. And he wants you, he wants you, he's wooing you in right now. He's asking you to come. He's standing there waiting for you to cry out to him. He'll pick you up, he'll clean you up, and then... And then you will be free. You will be free from the darkness of this world. Praise God. I was a child of rejection. I was rejected. The Lord showed me in my mother's womb. Um, I was conceived in sin. My parents were not married. And um, that spirit of rejection entered me because my mother was, was distraught. She didn't, she didn't know if she, she was confused and, and, um, but you know, children feel rejection even in the womb. Um, Psalms 27, 10 says, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Well, the Lord knew the circumstances of my birth, but you know what? He was there all the time. The Lord has showed me in my life that though I came up in in a home of sin and, and not, knowing, not knowing Jesus, not knowing, but just knowing about God but not knowing him, he was still there to pluck me out of, the, of the, the, the pit of sin that I was raised up in. And you know, church, uh, today I can tell you that he's come into my life and, and he's restored me and, and, and he saved me from sin, amen? He saved me out of sin and he's put me on a rock that cannot, that, that, oh, he put me on a rock of salvation. See, the Lord says in Psalm, um, in John 3, 16, he showed me that one day when I was still in sin. And it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And I was drawn, drawn to the word, drawn to the, the word because it was life. And, you know, Jesus showed me that if he came for the world, but, you know, I was, if it had been just one, if it had just been for me, he would have gone to the cross at Calvary. He would have gone and shed his precious blood just for me. And, you know, he, he, in, in that, I, I became a, he, he, I, I expressed, I, I came into salvation. And then uh, the Lord showed me in his word that in Isaiah 15, 49, 15, he says, can a, can a woman forget her suckling child that he should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget. Yea, yet I will not forget me. You see, he never, he was there with me all the time. Amen. He was there and he was there out. He was there with his love and he showed me that his love covered a multitude of sins. So when I, when I went, came to Jesus and I asked, uh, I asked forgiveness of my sins, I was, 
he was faithful and just to forgive me, and he cleansed me from all unrighteousness. And I, that's why I, I serve him today. I love him. I love him, but he first loved me. It was his love that drew me, and it's his love that keeps me, and it's his love that compels me to go forth and, and, and reach out and be an extension of his love to others in a lost and a dying world. So if, you know, it, it, it let your love, let, your, let the love of God be shed abroad in your heart through the power of the Holy Ghost. Let your, let your hands be his extension because, you know, Jesus will never, never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll never, he'll not reject you. So when you reject it, even of your, of your, the mother and the father that, that, that birthed you into this world, know that Jesus no, he knew you while you were being knit in the womb of your mother. And it was Jesus who knew you when you were, you were laid upon that mother's chest. And it's Jesus who's there all the time waiting with open arms to, to accept you into the brethren. He's, he wants, he's, he's a God of acceptance and he's a God of restoration and he's a God of love. Love covers a multitude of sin. So if you don't know him today, turn your heart to him and repent and come into the family of God. Jesus loves you. Amen. We just thank the Lord for those testimonies. Praise God. What a, what a blessing. And you have a testimony if you're born again. You need to get out there and spread the good news about what Jesus has done for you. Amen. In Acts 2 and 4, it says, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. We need to open our mouth and go forth and tell people what Jesus has done for us. Jeremiah 20 and 9 says, Then I said, I will not make mention of him nor speak any more in his name, but his word was in mine heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. We need to have to go tell somebody about what Jesus has done for us. How many times do people cross your path and we don't tell them about what Jesus has done for us. We don't have to be a five-fold minister and preacher behind the pulpit. We have a testimony. And Jesus wants you to go forth and tell people, witness that what God has done for you. Tell them Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That day that I told you about that I got saved in my home. I, after I accepted Christ, I felt love for the first time. I felt clean for the first time in my life. And I began to sing that little song. And I know it was the Holy Ghost that had entered me that was singing it. It was a Sunday school song that I hadn't thought of for a long time. And it just began to flow through me. And it was that little song about Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so, little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. A Bible tells me so. He loves you.
The Bible tells you he does. He loved you enough to die for you. Be encouraged today, whether you're lost, whether you're born again, that Jesus loves you. He's the only way in. Won't you follow him? Won't you choose today to ask him to forgive you and to come into your heart and be the Lord of your life? He's what you're looking for. You won't find him any other way but by the way of truth that Jesus is who he says he is and that he will forgive you and he will wash you and he'll put all those sins under his blood. He is marvelous. God bless you and he's real. Hope to be back with you next week on the I Believe in Jesus, and I've decided to follow him. How about you? God bless you. Pray for us as we pray for you.